Hello, my friends. Welcome back. So we'll get into this episode in just one moment, but this is a little add-on here at the beginning of the episode because I just wanted to address something very quickly that I think could be important. So the last two episodes that I did were about menopause. And going into those episodes, I knew like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm treading on some <laughs> sensitive ground here because I'm a man and I haven't experienced menopause and I don't know what it's like to experience menopause. I have no idea what it's like to be in your shoes, ladies. And I tried to communicate that and I tried to handle that topic as sensitively as I could, uh, but also with a little bit of a hopeful, optimistic slant. And I received um, from one person, and I'm thinking if there's one person, maybe there's many of you out there. I don't know. So that's what I wanted to just address quickly before we get into this episode. I received from one person that uh, they felt that some of my laughing or chuckling during different parts of the menopause episode was very inappropriate. Uh, they made it very clear to me that there's nothing funny about menopause and that the symptoms are not funny. And I just wanted to tell all of you incredible ladies out there that I don't think it's funny. And it, it, I apologize if I communicated that. Um, I'm a man and I don't know what menopause is like and I'm not laughing and I don't think it's funny. I think maybe that's just my delivery method that sometimes I chuckle and sometimes I laugh and sometimes I try to put a positive spin on things or maybe, you know, lighten the mood a little bit. And if I did that during the menopause episodes and I made any of you incredible ladies, incredible courageous ladies out there, if I made any of you feel uncomfortable or if I made it seem like, oh, this is funny that you're going through this, I'm sorry. It's not funny, and I don't think it's funny. And I like to think that if you've been listening to this podcast for some time, you kind of know me a little bit, and maybe you understand that I wouldn't think that's funny, but just in case, I wanted to take a couple minutes to say, number one, if anyone felt that way, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry that you're going through this. I truly am. And I don't think that menopause is funny. And I don't think the symptoms are funny. And yeah, please accept my apology. And thank you for listening. And now let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 264, and today we are going to talk about questions. I'm going to ask you some questions. Look, if you want to lose weight, and enjoy your life more, which sadly, we kind of forget about that second part, right? We get so focused on losing weight that we forget, like the whole point is to enjoy my life more. But if you want to do that, there are some important questions I think you need to ask yourself. And I'm going to explain those today. I'm going to talk about also the power of asking questions. So that's all coming up in just a couple minutes. But first, I wanted to say thank you for the incredible response to the Minute Pause episodes. 
this is what happens <laughs> when a few episodes back I asked all of you, hey, let me know, let me know what you want to hear. You know, what what topics are on your mind? What questions do you have? And you know, I'll I'll address them on the podcast. And that was the menopause episodes were a response to that. Someone wrote in and asked about menopause and all of the different things they're seeing in advertisements and what's the truth about losing weight during menopause and menopause weight gain. And so I'm inviting all of you and reminding you again, you can contact me support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. You could also send me a, a message on Instagram. I'm Corey Little Coach. I'll include these down in the show notes, but Corey Little Coach on Instagram, shoot me a message there, shoot me an email um, to support at Corey Little Coaching and say, hey, Corey, I'd love to know about this. I'd love to know about that, whatever. I already have a few more kind of lined up in the queue. Some of uh, some of you have written to ask about some other things, and so we're going to cover those. I can't promise I'll cover every single question, but if you don't ask, I don't know. I don't know what you want to hear, and I definitely want to address what is on your mind in this world of weight loss and changing our brain and changing our body and all of that good stuff, okay? So let me know. Now, secondly, in relation to the menopause episodes. In those episodes, I mentioned a free download. I said, you know, if maybe you're more of a visual learner and you would love all this information like on a document, like a PDF, like a downloadable document where you can read through it. And then I also included some extra information, uh, especially about the different supplements I mentioned and some of the specific brands that like my wife has used or that I know some of my clients have had good success with. That menopause download was not ready like the first week. So I guess, I don't know, two or three weeks ago when the first episode came out, it is now ready. So you can, if you're interested in that, you can go to CoreyLittleCoaching.com forward slash menopause. And probably the easiest thing is just to go to the show notes. I'll include that link in the show notes as well. But if you want that download, you can go there and download it. It's 100% free. You put in your email, we'll shoot it to you. And uh, then you'll have the download. You can read through it at your leisure and you can have all those specific recommendations. And like I said, there's a little, there's definitely all of the information that I shared in the menopause episodes, but there's a little bit of extra information. Okay. Okay. Now let's get into today's episode. What are these questions that we should ask ourselves, right? So there's a famous or fairly famous quote by some guy named Tony Robbins. <laughs> Tony Robbins says, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. Now, that seems kind of cool. Like, oh yeah, I get that makes sense. Like the quality of my life is determined by the quality of wait, the quality of the questions I ask? I would think the quality of my life was determined by the quality of the decisions I made and the quality of my habits and those things. Like that would make more sense to me. Okay, yes, but <laughs> here's what we miss. How can we make great decisions if we're not even asking great questions. A decision requires a question. It requires a fork in the road. How can we establish great habits and patterns if we don't even maybe see our other habits and patterns, if we don't even question those? So I believe what Tony Robbins is saying here is that almost all life change starts with questions. It starts by questioning things. And see, whether we realize it or not, and I'm absolutely guilty of this. So if any of you connect with this, please know I'm right there with you. I'm in the same boat. We just go through life constantly being shaped. And, and we don't even realize it. Everything we do, everything we read, that we listen to, everything you see on the news or in your day-to-day -day life or on social media, 
Almost any and all experiences that we have, anything that we consume and take in, our brain is absorbing it all. It's making notes, and then it is creating beliefs and behaviors and patterns. And the whole point of those beliefs, behaviors, and patterns is to keep you safe. Our brains are, are like little meaning-making machines. So something happens in life. We hear something. We have an experience. It starts when you're a child, right? Your experiences with classmates, your experiences with your parents. And then all the way through adulthood, your experiences in college, your experiences with your first job and your second job or in your marriage or your first marriage or your second marriage, whatever. Your experience when you tried to lose weight when you were 13 or your experience when you tried to lose weight when you were like, God, I got to get this weight off when you were 42, whatever. All of those experiences, your brain is taking it all in and trying to make meaning out of it. Your brain searches for meaning. Why did this happen? What's going on? And then from that, it's creating, like I said, beliefs and behaviors and patterns. And the whole purpose of those beliefs, behaviors, and patterns and thoughts, recurring thoughts, the whole purpose of those is to keep us alive, to keep us safe and moving on to the next day. So whether we consciously realize it or not, nearly everything throughout our life has shaped us or distorted us, sadly. And if we never ask any questions, then guess what? We just get the same old thing over and over again. If we never ask any questions, then we just get what we're served. Imagine going to a restaurant and a server's walking by, and you tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, bring me some food. You don't ask a question. You don't say, hey, what do you serve? Could you bring me a menu? What's really good here? What do other people like? What do you like? Could I just see the menu? You don't say that. You say, hey, bring me some food. Or maybe then the server brings you a huge menu, like the size of a small book, and there's almost any and every food you can imagine. There's every type of ethnic cuisine and everything you can imagine in this menu. And you take it and you glance at the cover and you toss it on the table and you say, nah, it's okay. You know what? Just bring me something to eat. Whether we realize it or not, this is often, sadly, exactly what we do with our life. To a large degree, your life, and especially your experience of life, it can be almost whatever you want, just like ordering from a menu. But we just sit down at the table of life and say, you know what, I'll, I'll just have some version of what everyone else is having. Just bring me something. And we don't even realize we're doing it. And then we wind up living a life that maybe we don't enjoy very much. Or there's parts of it that, God, we can't stand. And we end up not really enjoying our life or enjoying certain parts of it. And we think, well, you know, that's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. My parents were overweight, so I mean, I'm supposed to be overweight. It's just the way it is. I'm fat. Look at me, Corey. I'm fat. So I'm supposed to be disgusted with my body. It's just the way it is. Look around. Look at society. Look at social media. You know, I always eat too much food. It's just who I am, and it's just how I am. I don't know how to change it. It's just, it's just the way it is. And yeah, Corey, you know, if you could hear that voice in my head, <laughs> then you would, you would say I'm pretty mean to myself. But I mean, come on, man. Look at me. I'm overweight. I've always been overweight. And I can't stick to anything. I have no discipline. I'm just a failure in that area of my life. And that's just the way it is. So yeah, 
you know, it's, it's kind of just what I expect from myself. And why shouldn't I be tough on myself? I mean, why shouldn't that voice in my head be a little bit mean? You know, come on. What should I do? Just say, oh, it's okay. It's okay, honey. Just eat whatever you want and don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sure that works really well. I would weigh a thousand pounds, dude. Okay. I hear you. I do. And I know that seems to really make sense. I, I, you know, I can, I can feel that. I've talked to so many people who feel that way. So here's my first question to you. My first question for you to consider. How is that approach working for you? I mean, within that little rant, I just said I've always been overweight and I can't stick to anything. I'm a failure in that area of life. So, okay, how, how's that working for you? Because it sounds like it's not working very good. <laughs> it sounds like it's not working well. Has shaming yourself and being really mean to yourself, has that worked? Has it helped you lose weight? Has it gotten you to a better place in life? Do you feel good about yourself? Or do you just feel terrible? And do you just get more and more disgusted with your body? Can you begin to see the power of questions? The power of maybe starting to look at things slightly differently? Do you realize? Okay, so th this, is, this is a big one, okay? I, I never thought about this until a recent coaching call in my group. I'm incredibly pale. I've talked about that before on the podcast, like... Uh, I, you know, I'm like the close first cousin of Casper the ghost. I have really pale skin and a lot of my friends make jokes about it and it's okay. I'm at peace with it. Now I used to really be sensitive about it, but it's really not a big deal. But people joke like if I, you know, were to take my shirt off at the beach or, you know, on a lake trip, they're like, Oh, put, give me my sunglasses. The glare is so bright. You know, like I'm a mirror because, because my, my pasty white skin is so pale. And so my point is this. I used to be really self-conscious about that. And being a, a bodybuilder, right, I would have to use a bunch of fake tan and all of that stuff. It's just, it's very common in the bodybuilding world. But anyways, I used to be very self-conscious about my pale skin. And then also being a bodybuilder, I wanted to maintain a certain type of body. It was just, you know, the world I lived in and the world I came from. And then one day, I don't know, probably not terribly long ago, I started thinking, and I started thinking over the course of a year, how many times someone else even sees me with my shirt off. And I was like, with the exception of my wife, you know, like, that's that's pretty rare. I don't take my shirt off at the gym. I don't go swimming very often. You know, like, it, it, it's incredible. And it was like this smack upside my head of, just how rare it is for anyone to see me with my shirt off. And so for a split second, I was like, why am I putting in so much effort to maintain a certain type of body? And I know that sounds weird, but just in that moment, it was like, the only person seeing this is your wife. Why are you putting pressure on yourself? Why have you been so self-conscious about your skin tone? when no one ever sees you with your shirt off, when it's so incredibly rare. And so then I began to think, and here's my question for you. Get ready. This whole episode, if you're a note taker, I encourage you grab a pen and a sheet of paper or a pad of paper, whatever, or open up the notes section of your phone, right? Because I'm going to go through a lot of questions and some of these you may really, really identify with and you may be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, he just hit 
man, he just hit a soft spot or he just hit a sore spot with me, whatever. Or there, and there's going to be some questions that you're like, no, not me. And you're just going to fly by those. But I would love for you to make note of the ones that you really connect with and that really hit home for you. And then I'm going to explain at the end what to do with those. Okay. Okay. Now, when it comes back to this issue of nobody seeing me, seeing me with my shirt off, do you realize that you are the only person who sees yourself naked? Yet, that's probably how you judge yourself and judge your body. And 99.99999% of the people that you see and interact with on a daily basis, they have never seen you naked and they never will. Heck, 99% of the people on this planet will never see you in a bathing suit or men like me with your shirt off. But that's what we see of ourselves, right? And that's the image of our body that we carry with us. And somehow it sneaks into our head that that, that unclothed image of our body is what everyone else sees when they look at us. And it's just not true. Let that sink in for a minute. That could be a massive like shift in your brain of like, wait, it's, it's kind of like social media. We see everyone else's highlights and we compare them to our lowlights. <laughs> like we compare, we compare everyone else's cropped, edited, you know, perfect little Instagram post or Facebook post to our real life where we're barely hanging on and it's like a freaking blooper reel. We're comparing their best to our worst. When the reality is somewhere in between for both of us. And that's exactly what we do with our body. We look at everyone else and probably see their best, right? Like the pictures on social media or we see them clothes, you know, with makeup and their hair fixed and, you know, wearing clothes that look nice on them and that fit their body. And then we go and get in the shower and we go, God, I'm so disgusting. And we, we don't even want to look in the mirror because it bothers us so much. And it's all just, it's just not true. Let that sink in for a minute. So if you're the only person who sees yourself naked, then here's the thing. Turn the volume up. Get ready for this. If you're the only person who sees yourself, and I know maybe your spouse does, your husband, your wife, whatever, I get that. But for all practical purposes, in the grand scheme of life, in the thousands of people that you see and interact with, you're the only person, right? then you are the only person who needs to make peace with how you look. You are the only person who sees yourself naked, who sees yourself with your shirt off. And very few people will see, your, see you in a bathing suit. Then you may go, well, yeah, Corey, but a lot of people do, right? There's a lot of people at the beach when I go to the beach, man. And all those people see me in a bathing suit and I, I feel terrible. I look terrible. Guess what? Those people are way more concerned with how you look. Or excuse me. <laughs> no, no, that's not what they're concerned with. Scratch that. Cross it out. Those people are way more concerned with how they look than how you look. I can promise you that. Okay, now let's dive into a bunch of questions. This is going to be kind of like rapid fire, okay? And again, get your... Get your pad and pen, get your paper and pen, get your notes out on your phone. Let's do this. I believe these questions might help you start to see things a little differently or maybe at the very least just shake you out of a mental rut. Like that you you might not even known you were in, but when you live in this weight loss world and you've been trying to lose weight maybe for a large part of your life, there's a lot of stuff that we just kind of settle into.
Okay, here we go. Ready? When was the last time you enjoyed a meal? You enjoyed a delicious, decadent meal without feeling bad about it? Or without saying or thinking, oh, I shouldn't be eating this. Like, when was the last time that you just truly enjoyed your food and celebrated it and didn't beat yourself up about it? When was the last time that you just allowed yourself to be? Just, just as you are, with no pressure and no shoulds and no spinning thoughts without your brain instantly jumping to, you shouldn't be resting, guy, you should, you should be taking advantage of this time. You should be trying, you should be exercising. You should be figuring out, you know, what your meal is going to be tomorrow morning. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. When was the last time that you just allowed yourself to be who you are, how you are right now, and you didn't judge it and you didn't should all over it? Should. S-H-O-U-L-D. <laughs> you didn't should all over it. When was that? Can you even remember? Next question. When was the last time you paid yourself a compliment. <laughs> when was the last time that maybe instead of being incredibly mean to yourself, you were like, heck yeah, like, that was awesome. I knocked that out of the park. Or man, I did a really good job with that. Even if you didn't say it out loud. When was the last time you mentally paid yourself a compliment and really congratulated yourself on doing something incredible? This is something huge that I'm very intentional about in my coaching group. People begin to take steps and move in a positive direction and take action and form new habits. And they'll even start catching little mental things. And I'll, I and the other coaches will come in and it's so important. We're like, oh my gosh, like huge virtual high five from me. Huge pat on the back. Huge, like this is massive. Can you see this? Please see it and celebrate it. We don't see and celebrate things in our own life for some reason. We don't give ourselves compliments. We don't celebrate our own success sometimes. And that's so important. So when was the last time you did that? When was the last time you paid yourself a compliment? Or maybe when was the last time you received a compliment and you actually accepted it and you didn't deny it or argue it against it? I can be terrible at this myself. Someone pays me a compliment. And I'm like, oh, that's very kind. I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, it's so, it's so nice of you to say. And I get it. That's being humble. That, you know, that's kind of my personality type. But I have a really good friend. And he's certainly humble. I don't see him as cocky or arrogant at all. There's, that's the furthest thing from my mind when I think of this guy. And I noticed when I pay him a compliment... He gets a really big, really genuine smile on his face. And he looks me in the eye and he says, thank you so much. That really means a lot. Thank you. And he doesn't argue it away. He doesn't argue against it. He doesn't say, oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I, man, you, mm, no, you should, that's, that's not really me. You should see me, <laughs> you know, you should see me at other times. That's not the way I, no, he just accepts and receives the compliment with gratitude and with appreciation. I think we can all learn something from that. So when's the last time you did that? When's the last time you received a compliment and you really accepted it and you didn't deny it or argue it away? When was the last time that you started to beat yourself up about something and you stopped and you interrupted that negative talk and you gave yourself 
some grace and you didn't go down that spiral. You didn't allow that emotional spiral to start and all of the negative mental chatter. When was the last time you stepped in to, to prevent, to keep the bully in the brain, the bully in your brain from beating you up? When was the last time that you moved your body just for fun? <laughs> not because you needed to, not because you have to, because of this workout program you're on, not because you're forcing it to try to lose weight or not to work off what you ate to punish yourself because I gotta, I ate too much this weekend, so I gotta do two hours of cardio. No, none of that. When was the last time you just moved your body like a child, like a four-year-old, just for fun? Maybe playing a sport, going on a hike, or you know, wrestling around with your kids in the floor or running after your kids out in the yard. When was the last time you just were active? for fun and had fun with it. When was the last time you had a positive, encouraging thought about your body and what it does for you on a daily basis? Hmm. But Corey, I'm over, like, I, man, if you could see, no, 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 no. Your body is your home. That, that house or apartment or condo or whatever you live in or you rent, that's not your home. It doesn't matter where you go, there you will be. <laughs> like your body is what you live in. Your brain, your soul, your spirit, your consciousness, it lives in that body. And that body carries you around and it does everything for you on a daily basis. It take it it moves you from point A to point B. All of the things you do for others and the love you give to others, it is because your body is able to get up in the morning and go and do things. So when was the last time you took just a moment and you had a positive, encouraging thought about, you know what? Okay, maybe, and here's the thing, we can, we can hit a middle ground here. Maybe I'm not super happy about the weight I've gained or where I've allowed my body to get to with, with weight. Maybe I'm not super happy about that, but you know what? Man, I'm so thankful for my body because it, you know, it does so much for me on a daily basis. I'm thankful that I can get up and move. I'm, if, if God forbid, I hope you're not in chronic pain. I'm thankful I'm not in chronic pain. I'm thankful that I'm healthy. I'm thankful that I don't have cancer. I'm thankful that I can get up and live and move and do things. When was the last time you had those, any sort of thought similar to that? Those sorts of positive, encouraging thoughts about your body. Next up, when was the last time that you were hopeful and optimistic about your ability to succeed with your body and your health. This is the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, then there's a chance maybe you want to lose some weight. Or maybe you just heard about this podcast and you thought maybe this would be helpful in life in general. I don't know. Whatever. But when was the last time, instead of, uh, instead of it being a drain and instead of it being stressful and instead of just being so scared that it's going to be just like it was every other time, when was the last time you were like, oh, mm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm kind of excited. I'm a little optimistic. Sure, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little hesitant. But I'm hopeful and I'm optimistic about my chances, about I really, I'm kind of, I just have a, a tiny bit of belief. And that's so encouraging and optimistic and, and hopeful. I, I think I can maybe succeed. I can do this. When was the last time you felt that way? That's one of the most exciting 
things that we hear from people when they join the, my coaching group. They're, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of nervous. I'm a little scared. I'm a little anxious, but like, I'm, I'm really hopeful. I'm excited. And that is such a wonderful place to be. When was the last time that you paid attention to your emotions? All the, the feelings that you're having. When was the last time that you actually felt those and you paid attention to your emotions and you allowed them to be? And maybe you even named them and you didn't just busy yourself with something else or eat some food to distract from what was going on in your heart and your head. What was going on in your heart and in your mind. When was the last time you felt your feelings and allowed your emotions to actually be real and maybe put a name to them instead of just going, instead of just like automatically allowing your brain to say, wait, this is negative, distract. This is negative, eat something. This is negative, get busy with something. Avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. When was the last time that you didn't do that and instead you went, hold on, what am I experiencing? Am I scared? Am I mad? Am I angry? Am I really anxious? What exactly am I feeling right now? When was the last time you did that? Okay. That's the questions that I have for you today. I could list a ton more, but that's enough for today. So here's what I encourage you to do. If you took great notes, then wonderful. But I know for some of you, maybe you're driving, maybe you're walking on the treadmill and it's hard to do those things, whatever. Go back and listen to those questions again, okay? Go back through this episode. But here's what I really encourage you to do. Go back and listen with a very open mind, and then some things may jump out a little differently to you. Others, Other questions you may not relate to at all, but some may really jump out, and some will make you kind of just raise an eyebrow and go, hmm, I'm not sure about that, but for some reason it's kind of sticking in my head. For some reason it's jumping out a little bit. And then for these, Make a note of them. I'm not sure about this one, but I want to explore it. And then ask someone very close to you who knows you really well. Hey, would you say that I don't, maybe don't do this or I don't do this well? Would you say it's been a really long time since I've done this? When I ask this question, do you think of me? <laughs> and do it with an open mind. Because in some ways we know ourselves really well. And in some ways, man, we just have blind spots and we totally miss it. And then another great thing to do, another great way to do this, and I encourage it almost at the end of almost every episode, is to share this episode with someone who you're really close to. You're maybe your sister or your brother or a best friend or a coworker or your spouse or whoever. Share this episode. Say, hey, listen to this episode. It's about 25 minutes, 30 minutes long, whatever. Listen to this episode sometime and let's discuss it. And I want to know like what you think, what jumps out at you for me, and, and I'll let you know what I think might be helpful for you. Again, that needs to be somebody you're really close with. But share the episode and the two of you discuss it, and that can be so incredibly helpful. Okay? Okay. Now, before I sign off, just a friendly reminder, number one, that the menopause download, for all of you amazing ladies out there who are working through that time of life, who are fighting that battle right now, that menopause download is available now. And you can go to corylittlecoaching.com forward slash menopause. That link is down in the show notes. You can... Check that out. Absolutely free. Okay. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the previous two episodes. If you're interested in that, if you're interested in the, the menopause episodes, it was a two-parter. And then also, I just wanted to refresh everyone and remind you that there are three ways, if you're interested, if you feel so inclined, there are three ways that you can support this podcast. Number one, you can take the next step and join my Inner Circle Coaching Program. 
99% of the time, if somebody likes this podcast, they absolutely freaking love the coaching group. So if you want more info about that, you can shoot an email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com, okay? And we can give you guidance there. That's the first way that you can support this podcast. And you can also just get a ton back when you do it because you're part of the Inner Circle Coaching Program and you can use my step-by-step Live Life Lose Fat program. And everything you hear on the podcast, we take it all and we go much deeper and we implement it in a step-by-step fashion to help you actually take action to change your life. And then there's really fun, really cool coaching calls where it's like, it's me and you and it's me and the group and we're talking about things. So if you've ever been like listening to a podcast and you're like, man, I'd love to ask Corey a question about that. Well, that's what we do in the Inner Circle Coaching Group. We jump in and we ask questions and we do coaching. It's really cool. So that's the first way you can support the podcast. The second thing that you could do to support the podcast is purchase Rise Nutrition products. These are products that I believe in, I trust, and I and my clients, most of my clients actually take on a consistent basis. Why? Because I created them and I'm confident about the quality because I know the manufacturers who are making them. If you're interested in giving Rise products a try, you can find them on Amazon or at the website challenge and then the number two, not the le- not the letters, but the number two, challenge2rise.com. I'll include that down in the show notes. And then last but not least, if you feel so inclined, if you feel led to, you can drop a tip in the tip jar. If you're a real lifer and you absolutely love this podcast, but you're like, man, Corey, I, I love it. and I, You're okay. You're all right. Maybe I love you a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe sometimes I want to punch you in the face, but you, but at the same time, you have no plans to join the Inner Circle or purchase Rouse products, but you would like to support this podcast, then here's a way for you to do that. You'll find a link down in the show notes to what I call the tip jar, and you can drop a tip there if you like. And if you don't, that's perfectly fine. I'm, uh, please feel no pressure, okay? Don't, don't feel any pressure about any of these. I just want to provide opportunities for any of you to support the podcast. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for listening. I'm absolutely honored you spent your time with me today. And please never forget that there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales dictate your emotions or dominate your headspace because that's not who you are. And you know what else isn't who you are? That that reflection you see in the mirror when you're getting in or out of the shower. That's not who you are. And that's not how other people see you. So don't let that get stuck in your head, okay? Okay, and losing weight is amazing and I would love to help you lose weight, but losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life that you've always wanted to live. It's not about looking like some Instagram influencer fitness model, are you kidding me? If that's what you want, that's okay and and that's wonderful and you can go for it. But in the world I live in, I want to enjoy the crap out of my life and find a wonderful, happy, medium, a wonderful, magical middle ground where I can enjoy food and enjoy my life and be healthy and truly live the life I want to live. And here's the thing, whether you think you can or not, you can do it. I promise you, because I see people who, oh, they've struggled and failed and they, they doubt, but then they are successful. You can do it. I believe in you. Even if you don't believe in yourself, you keep coming back. I'll keep working on you and we will get you there. Okay. Okay. Take care, guys. Thank you for your time. God bless. Bye-bye.